I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Two women and two men have been found dead in a Dale City home. I'm Dick Iuliano. A fire leaves an Arlington church scrambling about what to do next. I'm Luke Luker. Wall Street begins on an up note from Monday trading. Asian stocks higher across the board. Good morning, it's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. The man police believe is responsible for at least six killings in Northern California will be arraigned today. More from CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. Stockton police say he was in his car likely targeting yet another victim when he was arrested early Saturday morning wearing all black a mask around his neck, and in possession of a gun. Russia has struck the northern part of the Ukrainian capital, Kiev, this morning. Three strikes have hit a power facility. The attacks followed drone strikes in multiple cities Monday. The BBC's Hugo Bachega is in Kiev. residential building here in the city center was hit. Four people were killed, including a pregnant woman. Her black and white picture has been widely shared on social media here, so she's become one of the faces of the tragedy here. And the Ukrainians are saying that this is how Russia is responding to military defeat uh, on the battlefield by targeting civilian sites and civilian infrastructure across the country. And now to Georgia, where midterm ballots are already being cast. Early voting has begun in the battleground state. Thank you very much. Incumbent Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock cast his ballot. His race against Republican challenger Herschel Walker is one of the tight races that could determine the balance of power in the U.S. Senate. The former football player went on the offensive in a debate against Senator Warnock Friday. He's for Joe Biden. I'm for Georgia. Walker did not accept an invitation to a second debate Sunday. CBS's Natalie Brand, President Biden, has unveiled the website where borrowers can apply for student loan forgiveness. Mr. Biden says the application to see up to $20,000 in debt forgiven takes only minutes. No forms to upload, no special login to remember. This is a game changer for millions of Americans. Six Republican-led states are suing to block the loan forgiveness. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. Major environmental concerns at a school in suburban St. Louis, says CBS's Jim Crisula. Nuclear weapons were produced on the site during World War II. It's everything we thought and were concerned could be true. Ashley Bernal is among the parents who are obviously very concerned about the health and safety of their children at the school. Australia's government has reversed a decision made by the previous government to recognize West Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. It says the status of the city should be resolved through peace negotiations between Israel and the Palestinian people. Israel said it was deeply dis- disappointed by Australia's decision. In December 2018, the then Australian Prime Minister reversed decades of Middle East policy by recognizing West Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Here's Mario Orsini, Associate Director of Security with Raytheon Intelligence and Space. October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month when we focus on safer, trusted, and more secure online experiences. At Raytheon Intelligence and Space, every day is about cybersecurity. We break the definition of cyber defense, hiring the sharpest minds, using our understanding of how actors think to actively hunt threats, and designing one-of-a-kind, never-been-done-before solutions to protect our nation's most vital infrastructure and our way of life. Visit rtx.com slash cyber. 
WTOP at 403. Had a good Tuesday morning, October 18th, 2022. Partly to mostly sunny today, breezy, a bit chilly. The high should only reach 55. You're waking up to 49 in our nation's capital now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Thanks for taking us along for your early Tuesday morning ride. Topping the local stories we are looking at for you as we head into this day together. We begin this hour with D.C.'s Attorney General's office being investigated. The Washington Commanders, its owner, Daniel Snyder, and even the NFL since last year. Now there is word this morning the wide-ranging investigation may be coming to a close. Once the investigation is officially complete, Attorney General Carl Racine's office is planning to take further action. That's according to the Washington Post, based off of comments from someone close to the investigation. The person saying Daniel Snyder of the Commanders and the NFL will soon face accountability for their actions. Snyder will no longer be able to dodge subpoenas or avoid testifying or answering questions, that person also said. It's not clear what actions are being considered. The investigation is reportedly looking into everything from sexual misconduct claims to ticket sales practices against Snyder, the team, and the NFL's handling of the workplace misconduct investigation. The team has denied much of what is being alleged. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 404. Meantime, Virginia's Attorney General also has said it's investigating the team. This just before today's planned meeting of NFL owners on this Tuesday. At that meeting, Snyder's wife, we're told, Tanya, who is the team's co-CEO and Commander's President, Jason Wright, will represent the Commander's. Man is dead this morning. Two others in the hospital locally after being shot in southeast D.C. last night, Monday night. Police say it all happened around 8.30 in the evening Monday on Congress Street southeast, just blocks away from the Congress Heights metro station. When officers arrived on scene, they say they found two people suffering from gunshot wounds. A man died on the scene. A D.C. fire and EMS spokesperson says this morning the second male was also taken to a hospital in critical condition. Police say another man who was also wounded in this incident apparently himself walked into a nearby hospital for treatment. The shooting remains under investigation this morning. Meantime, word that two women and two men were found shot to death on Monday afternoon locally in Dale City. And a man has been taken into custody, we're told this morning. Prince William County Police found the four gunshot victims in different parts of the home in the 5200 block of Mansfield Court. Police Chief Peter Newsham says the killings appear to be a case of domestic violence. When they arrived on the scene, they found four adults that had been killed uh, apparently from gunshot wounds. Two of the adults were female and two of the adults were male. Chief Newsham says police quickly took a man into custody as a person of interest and a weapon has been recovered. The police chief did not specify the relationship between the man and the victims. The shootings occurred in a neighborhood of single-family homes on Mansfield Court off Mapledale Avenue. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. It's 4.06 Tuesday morning. Turning the page and other stories we're looking at for you, Virginia's Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin says this morning his entire state, he thinks, needs more cops. So to that end, he's planning to ask the legislature for 30 million bucks to launch what is considered an aggressive push to recruit police from other states. Speaking in Norfolk this week, the governor says the list of job openings is long at police departments right now. There are 20% vacancy rates across sworn officer positions. Some cities are facing rates that are approaching 40%. The Virginia State Police currently has over 280 vacancies. And after the next class of graduates, we will still have 250 vacancies. This is all part of a broader effort by the Yunkin administration to beef up law enforcement amid rising violent crime. Along with recruiting more cops, Yunkin wants to pay them more, provide them with better training and equipment, hire more prosecutors, and increase support for crime victims and witnesses alike. Yunkin left Norfolk to attend a celebration for rapper and 
Portsmouth native Missy Elliott at that city's Manor High School where he read a proclamation in her honor before thousands of spectators on the school's football field. WTOP at 407, traffic and weather coming right up. For federal cybersecurity professionals, the mission is clear. Defend U.S. government networks, data, and people. As a leading American cybersecurity company, Fortinet Federal is focused on trusted cybersecurity for government everywhere you need it. Prepare your agency for what's next with integrated solutions that scale, secure, and simplify to your IT environment. Explore innovative and advanced cybersecurity options at FortinetFederal.com. That's FortinetFederal.com. Good Tuesday morning, October 18th, 2022. Welcome into WTOP, where the time is 408. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, good morning to Rich Hunter with us this Tuesday morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. If you're traveling southbound 95 in Maryland, approaching the south entrance to the Baltimore Beltway exit 49, the work zone southbound has been picked up and I believe the ramp to go to the inner loop reopened. Still working on the northbound side, though, and you still get by two lanes to the left. And again, the exit to the uh, outer loop there remains closed as part of that work. 270 south, they were picking up near 85 Bucky's Town Pike again. Stay left to get by as they're backing up along the right side. Virginia 395 south between Seminary Road and Duke Street. Two left lanes past the work there. Beltway in Virginia, the inner loop express lanes remain closed between the entrance in Springfield and 66. Also still working on the inner loop between 123 and Dulles Toll Road, where you get by the work zone. Two lanes to the right, just a brief tap of the brakes there. Last check, the outer loop ramp to go west on 66, still closed. Posted detour is going to take you further south toward Arlington Boulevard to work your way back. 66 Eastman, they were picking up the work between 28 Centerville and Route 50 again. Uh, stay right to get by as they're backing up along the left side. Then eastbound 66, the left exit that takes you toward the inner loop and outer loop express lanes. That exit was closed as part of a work zone. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. High pressure and a northwest wind has brought a dramatic drop in temperatures to the region. We're starting off with most areas in the 40s this morning, but there are plenty of 30s in the Shenandoah Valley. The day ahead, a partly sunny day. It'll remain breezy and chilly. High today, only around 55. Another frost and freeze concern coming up on Wednesday morning and again on Thursday morning. Plenty of sunshine tomorrow, highs mid-50s. Back near 60 on Thursday and the 60s will be back for Friday and the weekend. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. You're waking up to 50 degrees at the wharf in D.C., 50 in Oxon Hill, 42 in Sterling this morning, 49 in Holding in our nation's capital. This early 4 a.m. hour as you rise with us, Tuesday morning, October 18th. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. From Washington to Kyiv, updates on Russia's invasion of Ukraine, 24-7-365, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The latest in just moments this early Tuesday morning here on WTOP. Don't go away. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council.
This is WTOP News. WTOP at 411. Arlington's Mount Olivet Methodist Church is moving forward now after an awful fire broke out last week in the attic there early Friday morning. The initial estimate now says this morning there's a million dollars in damage at least. Head Pastor Sarah Keeling says that it was determined that the attic fire was not arson. It's just assumed to be electrical. I've had rodents up there, things like that before. Not surprising. Older buildings. Their office building saw significant smoke and water damage. They even have a charred hole through the roof. We'll be back in the sanctuary and into the preschool buildings as soon as we can. With air quality and unknowns and things like that, we just don't know right now. They held an outside service yesterday, but that's not the plan for the weeks ahead. The temperatures are going to start to drop. There's a chance of rain. Says they will likely partner with Walker Chapel three miles away and have services there. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Latest on the war now Russian forces have again this week used Iranian made kamikaze drones in attacking the capital city of Kiev. Several are reported dead this morning in another missile barrage as Moscow continues its strikes against Ukraine's infrastructure and civilian targets. Last week, a missile barrage in several parts of Ukraine, you'll remember, killed at least 19. 28 drones, at least, responded above Kyiv, and Ukraine's Air Force managed to shoot down some of them, they say, but others broke through. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green has been talking with people in Kyiv and joins WTOP with details on this attack. It, it was, you know, another Monday in Kyiv. Just like last Monday when the drones attacked. Yevhenia Kravchuk, a member of parliament in Ukraine, says Kiev was again stung by a swarm of kamikaze drones. They sent like 30 at one time, uh, so it makes it more difficult to get them down because they, they fly from different directions at the very same moment. At least four people were killed. Actually, today, uh, a young couple was killed, and the woman was six months pregnant. The silver lining of this, if there is one, not to ignore the impact to those who lost loved ones, is that 85% of all the drones that were launched were shot down. Last week, it was only 50%. So you can see where this trend is going. JJ, the U.S. knows how effective drones can be. Can you explain how effective they are in the hands of the Russians? So this particular drone that we're talking about is a single-engine, medium-altitude. It's a long-endurance, unmanned combat aerial drone. It can fly a 1,000 miles or more away from the target, so they can actually be launched from inside Russia. They can carry up to five weapons or bombs on board. It's made, interestingly enough, of aluminum alloy and composite materials. That's very important because it makes it hard to track on radar and other systems. But sources that I've spoken to say you can hear these things come way before they arrive because they sound so loud like a lawnmower. But they're able to get these things down. In fact, I heard a story about a policeman with an AK-47 that shot one down. They are not invincible. They're just a problem right now, but they're going to be solved, it seems as though, based on what the Ukrainians are doing. With the latest on the war this morning between Ukraine and Russia, WTLP's own national security correspondent, J.J. Green, there in a conversation with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTLP.com. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Think Red. Good Tuesday morning, October 18th. Glad you're with us at WTOP this 4 a.m. hour, 4.15 to be exact. Sports time and Rob's turn this morning. The Capitals scored in the opening seconds of each of the three periods and scored four unanswered in a thrilling 6-4 victory over Bruce Boudreaux's winless Vancouver Canucks. Alex Ovechkin had his 398th career multi-point game, tallying two goals and two assists. And Connor Sheary told NBC Sports Washington. We just came together after the second. We knew we needed more. You know, they got that lucky bounce in the first that got their momentum. They scored on the power play. I think we just needed to stick to it. We didn't play a bad game overall, but we just needed to give that little extra. And um, I think we came on the third and executed pretty well. Sheary's goal held as the game winner in what Peter Laviolette called the Caps' best period of the season. They'll look to take that momentum into Ottawa Thursday night. The Washington Commanders announced Carson Wentz underwent successful surgery on the ring finger on his throwing hand. He will immediately begin rehab, and the team did not provide a timeline for his return, but multiple reports have Wentz sitting out four to six weeks. And it's worth noting that while it is not as important as Wentz's health, part of the trade compensation going to Indianapolis could be lessened by this development. The 2023 draft pick in the deal will be a third rounder if Wentz plays less than 70% of the snaps this season. Monday Night Football went to overtime in Los Angeles, and former Washington kicker Dustin Hopkins' 39-yard field goal was the difference in the Chargers' 1916 victory in a game that saw the two teams combine for 19 penalties, totaling 240 yards. ALDS Game 5 in New York was rained out, so the winner-take-all game between the Yankees and Guardians is rescheduled for a 407 afternoon start. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, 417 on WTOP Tuesday morning. October 18th, among the top stories we're following for you here at TOP this early morning as you rise with us, D.C.'s Attorney General plans to take action against Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders. The Post reports this week that Carl Racine's investigation into the team is apparently almost done. Four people were found shot to death locally in a home in Dale City Monday afternoon. Police have recovered a gun in the case and are interviewing a person of interest, they say. And the Secret Service was apparently charged exorbitant rates, but it stayed at hotels owned by the Trump Organization while in the line of duty. Documents from the Oversight House Oversight Committee show the total apparently added up to almost one and a half million bucks, despite claims by Eric Trump through the period the agents were staying for free or at cost. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories. They influence developments in Montgomery County for decades and into the future. That includes influencing housing patterns, road projects, and more. We'll have that story coming up for you on WTOP, where the time now is 418. Good morning. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Rich Hunter's with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, still working on the outer loop in Maryland between Route 4, Pennsylvania Avenue, and Ritchie Marble Road. Still getting by the work zone. Two lanes left. No signs that they have started to pick up that work zone. So, again, more folks are on the road now as we get later into the morning, and that means expect some delays there. And there's a bit of a slowdown there now as a result. Now, on the inner loop of the Beltway, uh, between 123 and the Dulles Toll Road, two right lanes get you by the work. 66 eastbound, they were clearing work between 28 Centerville and Route 50. Fairfax haven't got the all clear yet, but keep in mind they were clearing that work zone up. They did stop traffic on 66 westbound, approaching the Beltway for a period of time, but it looks like that was to begin the process of picking up the work zone. Uh, so again, uh, trucks were backing up along the right side, getting the barrels out of the roadway. It looks like the ramp that takes you toward the Adaloop, and the Adaloop Express Lanes has now been reopened. 395 South, as you head south of Seminary Road toward Duke Street, they are picking that work up as well. Trucks are backing up along the right side. You stay left to get by. Northbound 395, free and clear between the Beltway and the 14th Street Bridge. Headed into the district early with I-295 and DC-295 are in good shape. No early issues along Suitland Parkway or South Capitol Street. Freeway was running well in both directions, both 395 and 695 between the Potomac and Anacostia River Bridge crossings. 
New York Avenue between Northeast and Northwest also without issue. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. A big change in the weather over the last couple of hours as a cold front has settled down to our south. Northwest winds have dropped temperatures into the 40s this morning, and there will be precious little in the way of a warm-up today. Northwest winds and a mix of clouds and sunshine today. Afternoon highs only in the mid-50s. Both Wednesday morning and Thursday morning will come with a significant chance for a frost or a freeze. Wednesday afternoon, mid-50s again, 58 Thursday and 64 Friday. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. 50 degrees in Roslyn this morning, 50 at Farragut Square, 49 in Laurel. We're looking at 49 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. Tuesday morning, 4 a.m. hour, October 18th, 2022. Welcome into WTOP. This check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. This is WTOP News. Locally, we are getting word now that Montgomery County's planning board, the internal tensions are boiling over there. Now less than a week after the entire planning board resigned, there's a push to find replacements. After last week's resignations of all five planning board members, Montgomery County Council President Gabe Albornoz says the council is focused on the future with applications for all five planning board positions due by 5 p.m. Tuesday. Our hope and our intent is that by Thursday, October 27th, we will have five new temporary members of the board that will be able to begin their work right away. Albornoz refused to say if the past board members had been told to resign. The council has the authority to appoint and remove planning board members. Once the temporary board members are in place, the look for permanent members begins. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. For federal cybersecurity professionals, the mission is clear. Defend U.S. government networks, data, and people. As a leading American cybersecurity company, Fortinet Federal is focused on trusted cybersecurity for government everywhere you need it. Prepare your agency for what's next with integrated solutions that scale, secure, and simplify to your IT environment. Explore innovative and advanced cybersecurity options at FortinetFederal.com. That's FortinetFederal.com. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. For the first time, adults in the United States will now be able to buy hearing aids over the counter. This follows an executive order from President Biden. It encourages the Food and Drug Administration to allow such devices to be made available without a prescription. And some experts are calling this news this week a game changer. This morning, Dr. Janice Trent is the vice president for audiology practice for the American Speech Language Hearing Association with her take on all this. The big thing is that these devices are a new category. They are for individuals with self-perceived hearing loss. In other words, the individual has to make their own diagnosis of hearing loss. They are for individuals with a mild to moderate hearing loss, and they're only for people 18 years old and older. So children are not included in this group whatsoever. So are some of these uh, devices that are going to become available over the counter, are they different in the technology than what we uh, consider as the standard uh, hearing aid? 
Well, we really don't know that. We know that the FDA has made some specific guidelines about how loud they can be. And there aren't any limits on the gain, I don't think. But the hearing aids essentially could be the same, but they're not being made by most of the major manufacturers. So they're coming out with new manufacturers who are putting these hearing aids out. So we'll have to see how the product lasts as it is used. How important is this for people with some sort of hearing loss? Well, you know, I got to say that it's, it's a great opportunity for individuals with hearing loss to explore what it is like to hear again. My chief concern is that whole issue of self-perceived hearing loss. So the FDA is not recommending that people get a hearing evaluation. Yet ASHA has done a survey to find out that most people do think it is important to go to a professional to get a hearing evaluation. So our big thing is, by all means, if you think you have a hearing loss, go see an audiologist and at least have a full comprehensive hearing evaluation done. Then if you want to go get an over-the-counter hearing aid, by all means, go get it. But at least go get the hearing aid with knowledge of exactly what kind of hearing loss you have. Many people perceive that they have a mild hearing loss and they really have a much worse hearing loss and others perceive that they, you know, their hearing loss is, is really good and only to discover that they have a really bad hearing loss. It may be outside the realm of the mild to moderate loss. So we want to make sure that people are intelligent in knowing exactly what they have, what kind of hearing loss they have before they go out and purchase hearing aids. Make sure that there's a return policy on this package because all the hearing aids, the FDA did not mandate that the hearing aids could be returned. So consumers should make sure that they can return the device if they don't like. Dr. Janice Trent, the Vice President for Audiology Practice for the American Speech Language Hearing Association, talking with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. For the time now is 425, Tuesday morning, October 18th. Glad you're with us. Money News at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The computer chip shortage that left many car dealer lots almost empty and sent prices sharply higher may finally be easing up. Chip delivery time shrank in September by four days, according to researchers at Susquehanna Financial. But it's the biggest decline in years. Signs of a glut are even popping up as sales of personal computers and other gadgets slow. Third quarter earnings season will begin to pick up steam today with Netflix opening its books after the bell. Investors will be looking to see if Netflix makes good on its forecast to return to subscriber growth after losing customers in the first half of the year. It comes as Netflix prepares to debut its ad-supported service in a few weeks. Also today, we'll hear from United Airlines. The market will be looking for more specifics about its outlook for 2023 capacity growth and an update on contract talks with its pilots union. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back, even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh no, I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. A financial plan isn't just about money. 
It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.